love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Wednesday, September 5th. 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you, everybody, to our professional broadcast. Uh, let's introduce the cast and crew. There is Drew. The streets already feel safer and quieter without all the kids on them. Dan of the Millennial, what's happening? Is it summer outside or some? Why are you wearing those sunglasses right now? And I gotta say what's up to Bethany, the mouth from the south. Just do it. I'm sorry, is there some sort of controversy with that right now? <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying to avoid that today. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. And there he is, a social media crusader and our good host, The Fitz. Yeah, that's right. What's right? I got my sunglasses on today, man, just repping it. You look like risky business. Yeah. You know, Tom yeah. Oh, yeah? Risky I, I yeah. see you took my advice for uh, getting rid of those dad shades and you got some cool shades you on. You mean today. the ones uh, Kenny Chesney gave to me? Well, no, I still I, I still love those. And who and who gave you those? Uh, you did. I sure did. Those no, let's dope. clarify. When you say Kenny Jesney gave them to you, gave them like to me. Take them off his head and say, "Put these on," or where they? Did yes. you say, "Grab them from that box on your way out." Or does it say Kenny no. Chesney to her? Does it matter? Yeah. On him. Well, first of all, guys, let me get to my pre-show right? warm-up jam first. Oh, okay. okay, and then we'll get back to that. Hang Money on. Let's... Oh yeah. I want to warm you up a little bit. All right, the pre-show warm-up jam. You stand to do this when I was a baby DJ, my nighttime yeah. show years ago. And now it's bumping from minivans. <laughs> you actually. I was really young. Side out. I'm about to show all you folks what it's all about. Now it's time for it to get on the mic and make this mother party hot. I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool. That's so cool. If you want to get down, I'm going to show you the way. Yeah, it is. Let me hear you say. Woo. Yeah. That's what Wednesday is all about, man. That's how you bring it. That's how you bring it. That's how you warm everybody up a little bit. I think bit. that song was in Space Jam, right? Could have been. I don't know. I think so. I think that's where I heard it first. Because right. it, it came out before I was even born. But... Uh, <laughs> doesn't mean it doesn't get you warmed up. That's true. Did it get your blood it's, circulate? Have yeah, you ever heard that song flowing? before? Yeah, I've heard that song before. I think from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you guys want to talk about today? I don't know. I can't take you seriously with those glasses on. You look like a blues musician. <laughs> Dude, these yeah, are, man. These are Ray-Bans. I know. They're great sunglasses. See, it okay. reminds me We're of indoors. Tom Cruise, Risky Business, and Cocktail. You know, whenever he was wearing the Ray-Bans. Yeah, but I want to go back to uh, what what they were making fun of my Kenny Chesney sunglasses, the ones that Kenny Chesney gave, gave to me. We were actually Kenny Chesney and I were in the uh, Caribbean together, mm. and we were we were sipping. We were rescuing beverages. people. Oh, oh, okay. 
Rescuing people from what, Fitz? <laughs> from Kenny Chesney's party boat. <laughs> and he said, hey, brother, thank you for supporting me all these years. I want to give you these sunglasses. And he gave those to me that you saw, that you made fun of. Here's some dad shades. Now go well, get hey, a Hawaiian make, make, fun of, make fun of Kenny Chesney. Don't make fun of me. Well, I don't care. Kenny Chesney, those are dad shades. Those are not cool whatsoever. Well, you're just and mad Kenny- that you, you did not get an invite. To the Caribbean, like yes. I did. If I got there, counting his his millions, going, I don't care what you think, Tanner. <laughs> yeah. If Kenny Chesney gave me those shades, I would leave the Caribbean instantly. <laughs> I'd be like, I am out of here. You are not cool. Well, I'm sure if Kenny Chesney saw you in those skinny jeans, he'd do the same thing. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be a great show today. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, here's and now, my and now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Just want to thank you all so much. I want to thank you for, for standing by, preparing to hear the news that did not make the news. Any day, work, or play, of course, you could send me What Are You Kidding Me? Stories. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, the millennial, how do they do that? They can do it by going to followfits.com. There's a little yeah. blue button on the right-hand side that says, What Are You Kidding Me? You click that little button, you send a form. I'm going to take you... Uh-huh. So the craziness happening around. That's right. I'm going to take you out of the great state of Texas. Prepare for an explosion. Oh, no. There was a semi that was carrying a shipment of Axe body spray (laughs) through the Lone Star State last Friday morning when somehow somehow it caught on fire and all that Axe exploded. In aerosol cans or whatever? Oh, wow. And the place smelled like middle schools across the country. (laughs) (laughs) Every woman for four states is converging on that place right now. They probably did like a weather report. There is an Axe cloud heading your way. Anyway, the truck was completely destroyed. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but it was nasty. Everybody's noses were hurt. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Tear gas. I remember when Axe came out, I used to be really into it, and then I was like, whoa, no. They start using that as weapons. <laughs> One guy, when I was in high school... Mosquito we- repellent. <laughs> One guy, when I was riding the bus in high school, it was a cold February day, and he released a whole can of Axe body spray on the bus with all the windows up and everybody was gagging. One person threw up. <laughs> Chemical warfare. Thing. Did you open up a can of whoop Axe? <laughs> <laughs> no, right, but I start go, crying. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Hey, pull the audio of the uh, meteorologist for me, Tanner, because guys, I'm going to take you out of Charleston, West Virginia. Cat fight. A news anchor at the NBC station in Charleston, West Virginia, got into an argument with a meteorologist at a bar last week. Really? When the anchor accused her of flirting with her husband, and apparently the meteorologist shoved the anchor and uh, she received a massive head injury, and then she was arrested for battery. And uh, apparently, uh, they say from this audio, you could see that their beef kind of goes back a ways. Yeah. Exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Mm. Those tomatoes look so fresh. Oh, I thought I got one small enough to stick in there. Tomato. This is a loaded burger here. Was that? What happened? I don't know if that was... I think a little bit of that was from when they were on TV and then maybe some from the bar. Then it went straight to the fist fight. We'll see. Oh my that's gosh, when I get, that, that just sounded like a bunch of cats. Play, right? play, play it again. Those tomatoes look so fresh. Oh, I thought I got one small enough to stick in there. 
tomato. This is a loaded burger here. Okay. My favorite is when someone said, I told you not to do that. <laughs> so all I ask is please, don't ask me about the details because I yeah. don't know. Okay. <laughs> you're just reporting the facts. I got nothing. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. Happy Hump Day, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're, we're getting over the crest, right? Yeah. Oh. Things are looking good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. It's early in the day for us, so we're still on the front side of the crest. We're trying to peak. Uh, that's Drew. Tanner the Millennial is here. Bethany the Mouth from the South is here. And um, I don't know. Drew's been all antsy since the beginning of the show today because it's something I, I posted on my personal page on social media. I was just talking about Americans, and I was talking about heroes. Mm-hmm. And that we should, you know, we should always honor the men and women who... who, who who served our nation, like you, Drew. I was just who, watching who your wore, back, boss. Who, who wore that uniform. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that's what my post was about, was just honoring those. And, and then Drew's like, well, you know, whatever you say about anyone these days, he's like, nobody's going to uh, agree with everything you say. I'm like, well, I wasn't trying to, you know, get anybody to agree with me. I was mm-hmm. just saying that we're Americans first, you know? That's all. That's yeah. all. Unfortunately, you can't say anything on the internet anymore without a bunch of people firing back. Even if you said, you could say, right. you know what? I love sunny blue days. Somebody would come at you and just be like, wow, blah, blah, blah. Brain you know that better. skin cancer yeah. causes, you know, da, da, da. They'd have some horrible thing to say about yeah. it, no matter what you yeah. said. Flowers are nice. Well, I'm allergic to, you can't <laughs> say that against my people who are allergic to flowers. It's like someone's going to shoot down anything you say and turn For into sure. a war. And yeah. you know why? It's because, um, and I think that war, that, that social media war starts going on because people don't listen mm-hmm. and instead what do we do it's the world of reply 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 let's not think That's just not- reply let's not think just reply right let's yeah, not think yeah. what we're gonna say let's just not consider reply 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 and especially because you've got that uh keyboard bravery yeah, yeah. you it, know it's you're like, behind that keyboard and you're sort of that, anonymous it's things that nobody would ever say in person well it's like having a conversation I at would. a cocktail party it, hold up let me stop you right there Tanner the Millennial don't you get those skinny jeans all in a bunch? Anything I post on social media, I would absolutely say it. In I'm person. talking about the majority of people, people that have that <laughs> keyboard courage. I know you would because you're you, you don't care. You you will say what no, you I, think. I, I, well, see, and actually, you'll stick I, behind it. Well, whatever I post on social media, I will say in person. But I do care because believe me, don't you think that I'm just not as concerned as anybody else about what we can and can't post on social media these days? Of course. It's well, scary, uh, yeah. right? People as, are getting as, fired for things they post. Exactly. As public figures, as people who are heard, we have to edit ourselves. We have to very carefully self-edit because if we say yes. something, even something reasonable that could be perceived yeah. wrong, we have to just avoid it. Stop. It, don't go there. And at that point, you know, I'm not able to feed my family anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, and it's not even public figures. People are losing every type of job based right. on stuff they yeah. post online Absolutely now. Absolutely right. I posted something the other day. It was on uh, one of my radio friends' page, and it was like me trying to do a show in 20, a radio show in 2018. <laughs> and it was this like dude climbing underneath lasers, like Mission yeah. Impossible lasers. Yeah, like these yeah. are all the you no know? talk zones. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it is hard. And I know everybody listening right now, I'm sure, I'm sure you agree. It's like, it's getting super frustrating. You can't even have a conversation again at your own dinner table without, you know. Back and forth, back and back forth. Back and forth, the back and forth. Yes. Yeah. 
it, it's become a place where there's no such thing as debate. There's just people shouting their opinions at each other, and no one's considering no one's or listening. listening to the other opinion. It's just, just like, I'm going to shout back which, mine. Which, it's replying, respond, again, replying, respond. I think a lot of people found John McCain unique in the way that he would listen to the other side, and yeah. he, he would try to work mm -hmm. together, because obviously that's the only way we're going to get things done. Mm -hmm. You know, The only way we're going to get things done is if we find some common ground. Mm -hmm. All right, stand by, you guys. Uh, Choose Your News is on the way. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been about 20 minutes since I saw another study about how much trouble Americans have sleeping. So uh, I'm going to share another one with you right now. I think anytime, you know, we hear about ways to help us sleep, everybody's like, okay, what you got? What you got? So um, there's this brand new drink on the market. It's called Some Sleep. S-O-M, sleep. And apparently it puts you to sleep in 30 minutes or less. It's berry flavored. There's a bunch of different vitamins and supplements in it that are supposed to relax you and, you already found and help you fall right asleep. I, I did find the sleep water, right? Mm, dream water. Dream water. Yeah. It's so good. It tastes like sleep. I need this because <laughs> I suffer from looking at my phone right before I go to bed. And that's the and problem. So does he. So do I. That yeah. blue light keeps you awake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Blue light reminds your brain of the morning. This uh, this dream water, though, it does actually taste like sleep because it's got this little lavender taste, and it's so good, and you just want to drink a whole bunch of bottles of it, but you're supposed to have like one or two. But that's good, too. No, you're so supposed to have one. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you planning to sleep? Man, I take what I can get. Are you crazy? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, some sleep, S-O-M, sleep. Again, uh, the other one I, I, uh, my wife's been giving me is dream water. Yep. Uh, hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, the happiest place on earth probably just got a little bit happier. The Workers Union for Walt Disney World just won a big negotiation to get the minimum uh you know, hourly minimum pay raised to fifteen dollars by twenty twenty one. So it's more expensive to go to, to Disney World. <laughs> Possibly, the previous pay uh, minimum was ten dollars an hour, and during negotiations, they asked for a bunch more, and Disney oh, came back no. with how about a twenty five cent raise, yeah. and eventually. At the end of negotiations, they got fifteen dollars by twenty twenty one. Don't you think though that like the people who, well, never mind. I'm like, there's kids listening, but I was the people who put on extra outfits and stuff mm -hmm. should maybe get paid a little extra because it's hot sometimes. I, I think so. My girlfriend yeah. actually did that. She worked in Disney World for a summer. Keep in mind, there's kids listening and stuff. And so. yeah, I would say those people definitely need some extra change going. Those Mickey way, Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Goofy should get more money, don't you think? I mm -hmm. definitely think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Amazon, this is really exciting, just became the second public U.S. company to hit $1 trillion worth. And now, what's interesting about this is Apple just hit that big mark maybe about a month ago. Uh, just a couple weeks ago. And uh, so Amazon and Apple continue to fight for the top. Mm -hmm. It is a match till the end between, uh, uh, it's a Bezos and who? Uh, uh, Tim Cook. Is it Cook? Yeah. Tim Cook. But there's two more players coming up soon because I think Google and Microsoft are both scheduled to hit a trillion in the coming months. Wow. Of course, it's like it's like a race between these four companies. I would all love the time. I would love to see Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos in a celebrity boxing match. Really? So they? <laughs> so because they're, they're so rich, they should fight now? <laughs> really? <laughs> they could hire people to fight for them, Tanner. I mean. 
You know how I'm thinking about though. When, when I hear people like that, it just makes me think of like the real life Scrooge McDuck. You yeah. Know? Swimming in money. Like Bill yeah. Gates probably life has like a just a room full of coins that he dives in. Oh, if I was a billionaire, I would absolutely have like a just a money vault and just swim yeah. in it. Don't wouldn't you? Oh, just for the heck so of it. Dirty. I would have Ugh. a penny pool. And then I would donate it. I think Mythbusters busted that. I don't think you can actually swim in coins. Really? I think so. All right. And there you go. <laughs> That's Choose Your News. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of our show. And if you're not a P1, man, you need to be one. Just tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, set our shows the number one button on your preset. That's what being a P1 is all about. We love it when you like walk up to us or send us a message on social media and you say, P1 since day one, man. That's right. It's kind of a special club, but all it takes to join is just lock us in on number one. You lock that radio on number one, you just became... A special P1. P1-D1. Is there... Thank you, Tanner. Yep. <laughs> that was my contribution. Uh, no, I'm going to get you to contribute in just a second. Okay. Um, is there anyone listening who, uh, I don't know, is going through some family drama right now, and then all of a sudden, as you're going through that family drama, there is a family event that you're being asked to go to, and you're worried about showing up to that family event because of all the drama. Well, somebody's going through that on this show. And that's our very own Tanner the Millennial. So, hey, Tanner, real quick, take us back a little bit to to uh, why you're kind of worried about the drama at this wedding in the first place. Is it because of your cousin who has the same name as you? Yeah, so that cousin <laughs> is getting married, and I was invited to his wedding. Cool. It's fine. So okay. The guy with your name is getting married. Yes. And the again. The same first, middle, and last so, name. So Tanner was born, and then like a month after he was born, his cousin was born, and his uncle literally named the dude the same thing as Tanner. Middle name and everything. Yeah, he heard your parents' name and said, I like that name, I'm just going to use it. I mean... No creativity. Pretty ridiculous. Well, that starts a family riff right there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to enter the world. <laughs> no, but uh, this side, this is my dad's side of the family, and okay. these are a bunch of people I haven't talked to in three or four years, including oh, I, my oh, dad. You know what? I know this feeling. Yeah. See, so because I didn't really, you know, have a relationship with my dad growing up. Right. So any, but I did with his parents. So my okay. grandparents, my Mima and Peppa. So I still talk to them. Yeah. But so, for instance, whenever my Peppa passed away. I had to do that, and right. I had to face the entire family that I hadn't talked to in mm. forever. See, see, here's the thing. I know if I show up to this wedding, my dad is going to start whining to his mom that I'm not talking to him anymore, and then... And that, then your grandma that, like, comes up to that, you. That like sergeant will send her troops, which are my aunts, uncles, and cousins, and they will yes. barricade me. And all these and uncomfortable. They all start talking to you about how yeah. great your dad is, yeah. and how awesome, and how why aren't you and that you're a the problem, right? And that and you're that the, right. I'm the, exactly. And now, I just want to drink beer and watch my cousin get married, but now I don't even want to go at all. So now, so now you want to go and watch your cousin who has the same name as See, you get married? I guess you guys don't understand it because, like, I know this feeling. I know this feeling of going, and everyone on my dad's side has always... My, my parents had a very nasty custody battle yeah. and yeah. whatever, so they don't get along. And so it, it's just, whenever you go to that other side, you know you're going to hear it. And it's just the worst. Exactly, and there's so much family history that goes behind. You know, normally at a... Uh, 
my family's wedding, there's always one fist fight at least, and See, so I just hey, don't want to tradition. I think you. Uh, I think you should go only if you let me go with you, because I just want to see this. <laughs> Can you be my date? <laughs> and don't you already have a little beef going back with your granny already? Didn't? Yeah, I don't like this granny. She was talking some smack about me at my brother's graduation party. <laughs> and Granny's you, talking hey, smack. Hey, let's everybody take a little break. <laughs> all right, hey, hey, all right. Granny's gone wild, obviously. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany, the mouth from the South. What's going on? Oh, one of your favorite shows, Fitz. Uh-oh, what? Who's going to be the next Bachelor? <gasps> My sources have, you have told me the secret. Yes, uh, and I'm going to pass it along to all of you uh, in just a few minutes. You're saying we're going to have to wait? Yes, of course. <sighs> okay, thank what you. What's the reality check? All right. We're good. All right. And Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Attorneys for John Bobbitt, the homeless veteran fighting to get back more than $400,000 that was raised for him through a GoFundMe campaign, says that all of the money is gone. Be careful who you donate money to and who handles your donations. At this point, it does or, appear. Or be careful, uh, anyone doing fundraisers. I mean, yeah, you get that's a, what I mean. Right. And, and we all see GoFundMe pages practically daily now. Yeah. Um, we just really have to be sure. No one would have thought this story would go this way. It seemed like such a heartwarming, sweet, touching thing. And now it's turned into a mess. Now, there is still a chance that there is a resolution here. We don't know for sure. But based on the behavior of the couple and their attorneys, you know, they aren't answering questions anymore. They aren't speaking to the press. And the attorney for John Bobbitt said that he spoke with their attorney and the word is the money's gone. Uh, I think he received around 75000 So let me get this straight. So, so these people raised all this money for this for this homeless uh, uh, gentleman. And then all of a sudden, these people were like going on these vacations and people it, notice it says, bizarre behavior. It says shopping sprees, vacations, gambling, bought a BMW. Dang. Are they going to face criminal charges? I they think should. that if they determine that they lost all the money, then it would probably be fraud, a fraud case against them. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Now, a judge last week ordered them to turn over the money and gave them 10 days to turn over all the accounting of the money. Basically, they want to see where every dollar went, which wow. is, is the case here. Checking right. their bank statements. <laughs> That's right. They might be going to jail. Uh-huh. Hey, why'd you go to Taco Bell so much? <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead, Drew. What else is happening? As long as we're talking about money, we talked a little earlier about it. Amazon just became the second U.S. publicly traded company to hit a trillion dollar market value. Uh, that's a massive milestone. Obviously, it's a huge value. And, and it's no surprise because Amazon is, is again, literally part of our lives yeah, every day. The only other company that uh, just happened, I think, just a few weeks ago was Apple. Yep. They hit that trillion dollar mark. And now Amazon, just a few weeks later, they hit it too. So where do they keep all that money? And is that money that they, they probably will never see? It's all, you know, they just see it on computer screens, right? I mean, come on, all that money. It's not pallets full of cash, but yeah, they're they're a major player in the U.S. economy at this point. But Amazon has so many projects outside of selling us household goods and, yeah. and things we need. They have a massive, they have a multi-billion dollar contract for data storage with the U.S. government. 
Uh, yeah, they handle a lot of information yeah. and so on and so There's forth. There's music streaming, video streaming, grocery stores. Oh, my, my right. wife, uh, my wife got school supplies. Yeah, from Amazon this year. That's what it's done. Right to the front door. Yep. yep. It was nuts. Mm -hmm. All right, what else is going on? This is kind of an interesting one. A, a pair of Dorothy's ruby slippers from the famous, you know, Wizard of Oz movie. There's no place like home. Were just returned after being in the possession of a thief for over 13 years. Wow. Uh, the thieves back in 2005 broke into uh, a museum in Grand Rapids. I, I guess it was the, uh, uh, it might be her hometown, but it was basically the museum for Judy Garland. They were in a case. They broke in the case. They stole them. They've been missing all this time. Shoot, if I was going to steal anything, I'd get those little suits from the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> well, the slippers were valued. The slippers were insured and valued at over a million dollars. There are yeah. four other pairs known to exist. In fact, one pair was just purchased by Spielberg for a museum. No kidding. Yeah, so they've gone back to their rightful owner. Now, the interesting part is they aren't disclosing how they were found or what the procedure was to get them. So I'm guessing maybe an informant or a tip-off. They aren't okay. even saying for sure who had them. At maybe like point. an episode of Hoarders. They found out underneath their aunt's mattress or something. <laughs> oh, that's where those were. <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. You got the, well, what day is it? Wednesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what is trending right now. I guess Sony announced that the release date for the next Spider-Man movie will be July of 2019. What? Yes! Yeah. Spider-Man's my favorite. Are you like, excited? Dude, I'm so you know what, excited. It, it actually picks up where the last one left off. You promising yourself you're never going to see another Spider-Man movie again. Well, hey, the last one yeah. was amazing. Spider-Man Homecoming was awesome. It was really good. But where, what that's really the big story is there, that picks up immediately after the Avengers Infinity War, and people who are fans of that know why that's important. Ah. Oh, I see. Because ah. Spider-Man went bye-bye. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Bethany standing by with the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip. So Jeffrey Owens, he was an actor who was a regular on the Cosby show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, he got a bunch of support and he wanted to say he was thankful because photos surfaced of him working recently at a grocery store and it showed up on some news sites. A place called Trader Joe's. Yeah. And there were tons of people that came out in support of him. He did tell uh, Good Morning America that he felt that some people were trying to job shame him, you know, right. make him feel yeah. bad. That There's no doubt that there people was a were doing that. There was like, a, hey, what's this guy doing working at a grocery store? That's what most of those headlines right. said. Right. Now listen to this guy though, and the amazing wisdom this kid has, or this guy has. He says every job is worthwhile and valuable. There is no job that's better than another. It may pay better. It may have better benefits. It may look better on paper, but it's not better. Every job is worthwhile. Not only that, and, and by the way, such respect for him. Yeah. But um, people think that these actors and actresses make a lot of money. You guys, they don't. If if they have a, a job. They probably get like nine to ten week sort of contracts where right. they get paid to do a certain amount of work and stuff unless you're in and a that's massive. It. And guys, that is it. They can't survive unless they have a second or a third job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw someone discussing this case on uh, Instagram and someone said, well, I'm looking at his IMDb and there's projects listed right up to this year. And the person on the inside said, you got to understand those jobs pay like $900. Yeah. That's right. For, maybe. For an maybe. maybe. Mm -hmm. right, or less. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, Bethany, what else is going on? Okay, so the bad. Demi Lovato has had enough with the home that she almost died from a drug overdose in. 
supposedly she's selling it for eight point I'm sorry she put it up for sale for 9.4 she had bought it in September 2016 for 8.3 so it's gone up a little bit she probably just wants all those bad memories on. of that time in yeah. the past Is she, she's getting treatment right now right yes she's she supposedly is? in treatment right now and so we okay. wish the best for her alright and moving on to the gossip, Colton Underwood, he's a former tight end with the Chargers and uh, the Raiders. He's going to be the next Bachelor. Oh, Mr. Colton Underwood, I, I did a Google image of him earlier today. Is he a uh, handsome man? Uh, yes. I mean, I'd say he's a chap. He's not the Tanner, most handsome I've ever seen. Is he a seen. handsome man? Yeah, he's buff, dude. See, so you hear that, Tanner? Ladies are going to be stacking up. Hey, Tanner. Yo. Is there anything that you'd like to share with the class? Well, I'm going to be watching The Bachelor, but no. All right. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Would you accept this rose? <laughs> Fitz happens. Live. Live. This Come on. is Why Today Doesn't Suck. Wednesday, September 5th, 2018, and uh, let's see what is happening today in all the craziness. Let's see what we got. Oh my goodness, look at here. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, I am Batman, is 67 years old today. Michael, I always liked him as Batman. I thought he was a good Batman, Michael Keaton. It was. I actually did hear a proposal to bring back a Batman, like a later version of Batman. He'd play the old Batman. Wow. Yeah, That's like, cool. Like Christian Bale's dad or something? No, no. Like Batman in his later years. An old Bruce Wayne. Saving retirement homes across Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> and he did just play the bad guy in the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yep. that's very true. He also did a phenomenal role in American Assassin. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. He's just an all... Uh, what about Mr. Mom? Well, I was going to say, he was huge in the 80s with yes, Mr. He Mom was. and, and Gung Ho. Gung Ho. <laughs> and then he vanished for a while, and then he came back with Batman. What's up, Michael Keaton? Happy birthday. Okay, uh, Raquel Welch, 78 years old today. Remember Ra- Raquel Welch? St- absolutely still stunning. Mm-hmm. Very much. Some say the first calendar sure. girl, I guess you could say. Yeah, first major yeah. celebrity model, I guess. Uh, oh my goodness, Freddie Mercury, today, you guys, uh, today is his birthday. He was born on this day in 1946. Check this out. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself the isolated vocals of Freddie Mercury. Real good time. I feel alive. And the world, I'll turn it inside out. No auto-tune there, right? I'm wow. Incredible. Start from the beginning with that again. Again, this is Freddie Mercury. Today's his birthday, by the way. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. All right, pause. Okay, Drew. Take it from I feel alive. (laughs) I feel alive. I don't know the rest of the words after that. That's all right. That's all. Play that from that part right there. I feel alive. That's the part, Drew. You want me to sing that part or the part after it? That part, Drew. I feel alive. 
life. Oh, I feel nice. so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I thought you brought it there. Whew. All right, I want to hear it one more time. I feel alive. All right, Tanner. I feel alive. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have the soul that Drew did. Well, you, you, you didn't. You, you didn't feel like the struggle, like in Drew's. You felt I like what he was going through for heart. the moment. Man, that's just his gout. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a flare-up. You mean GERD? Yeah. Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's why today doesn't suck. Fitz happens live. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Standing by with the news that did not make the news. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, she stepped out for a moment. She had to uh, attend one of our kids' functions. Certainly, we have babies. I hope you mind. That yeah, it's we, back to school season. It's back to school time, and I hope you mind that uh, we do have responsibilities. I know some. sometimes you guys get mad that we that I have children, but... Uh, yeah, what's the you big know idea? What? <laughs> What'd you have to have and go, go and have all those kids for? All right. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Why weren't you thinking about us when you were having all those kids? Oh, I was not at all. I can tell you that. <laughs> if, I, if I was thinking about you, I wouldn't have these babies. <laughs> well, maybe you should think about us more often. Uh, <laughs> Keep the brood down, you know. I'm insulted by that. Every time Fitz Honest, has a kid, it's like a litter of kittens. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's me and Eddie Murphy, man. He's got ten, I got five. It's not a race, all right? You're not in competition. I yeah, know. This Five's enough. American Ninja Kid Warrior. <laughs> American Ninja Kid Warrior. Yep. All right. If you don't mind, folks. <laughs> now let's please let's get past that. It's just a weird day today. Yeah, it is. It plus, is. plus, Drew's got hot breath. <laughs> Again? Do I? Yes. It's kind of filling up the room like oh, a hot man. air balloon. You got hot breath. Why do you guys always wait to tell me that on the air? You could like tap me on the shoulder politely and go, "Hey, um, well that's not as fun." A little bit of hot breath. I'd go out to my car, I'd get some mouthwash, we'd all be good. But no, you have to tell it on the air. Well, we feel like if we publicly humiliate you, you actually do something about it. I would do something about it if you politely tap me on the shoulder and mention it. To Hear me. that, hey, Tanner? Drew. Why you gotta be so rude? Yeah, I don't know why I'm so rude. Oh wait, hold on. Can I do this real quick? This is a hostile work hey, environment. Hey, hey Drew, here we go. Let me get to my, uh, uh, what are you kidding me stories, ladies and gentlemen. I'll begin with a very special what the Florida story. Ooh, that escalated quickly. Woman in Florida left a bad review on Facebook for a restaurant in her town, and the owner's son drove over there with a friend and tried to shoot up her house. What? Dang. All right. I have exclusive audio here. Listen to this. I was sitting on the couch, and I actually could feel the air from the bullet as it passed by me. It missed me by about four inches or so. Um, and I hit the floor. <laughs> like, all made, it was really loud. And th- that's what's crazy, this world that we live in right now. You know, when you do leave a review like that, good or bad, it, d- it does affect, you know, the business. But, yeah, doesn't it also... Excuse me. Oh, yeah, on my echo. <laughs> doesn't it also hold these businesses accountable? How did he for sure know it was the business? Did they shout, like, you'll never mess with Burger Master again on their way out? <laughs> this makes me never How dare to- you say that about Doozy Donuts? <laughs> I don't want to ever see you at Taco Town again. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, uh, how are we doing on time? You know, that's about it for today. Yep. All right, it's about as much as I can handle right now. Uh, we still have another round of the What Are You Kidding Me stories coming up, though. Yeah. Also, uh, stand by for the good stuff. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. All right, I'm going to talk about something pretty sweet right now. I just want to prepare you. Um, I want to talk about a woman named... Jenny James Prothrow, and she's chosen to learn the gender of her children before their births. But after her dad, Charles, passed away one year ago, she wanted to honor her dad by waiting until the birth for the big reveal. Uh, But Charles had always preferred to be surprised by his grandchildren's genders at birth, so it seemed like an appropriate homage to his memory. At six months into the pregnancy, however, she got all sorts of pressure to learn the baby's gender, and she changed her mind. She opted to learn the gender, but on one condition. She asked her 43-year-old husband, James, to make the big reveal in a creative way. That was the only... Re- all right, hey, you gotta, if, if we're going to do this, you got to be creative about it. So he went above and beyond. Literally, he went beyond the call of duty. And uh, he put together a special set of voicemail clips from Jenny's late father to reveal the gender and listen to this. Jenny, this is the most special, creative way I can think of to tell you the sex of our child, but I couldn't do it without a little help. Hello, Jenny, this is your father. Uh, right here, this is a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. So whose idea was this, yours? Yeah. It is a girl. Love you. Wow. wow. And that's his little voice, and they just pieced it together with, you know, past voicemail. Yeah. So I think he, in the creative department, he did something special. That's huge. That's yeah. really cool. That's the best gender reveal I've ever heard. Is it? Yeah. Normally people just have balloons and crap, but this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> or they get a balloon with a bat, you know what I mean? And they pop the balloon and, then and powder like flies yeah. out. Yeah, tr- confetti. Yeah. All right. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. It happens live. Yeah, welcome back, folks. How are you? My name is Fitz. It is so nice to meet you. And Drew, you did not have to run out of the studio and go to your car and do that. You did not I have to. I told you I that. would. I, I said I would take care of it. Oh. <laughs> Drew gets so See, mad when get we so call him out. so angry. Take it easy, biker boy. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking to you, motorcycle man. Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. You, you have something against bikers now? I have nothing against bikers, uh, but I have something against uh, your Sons of Anarchy dreams, your fantasies of being a biker. Yeah, it seems like you forgot about it. You were fits. all about it. Can I just say something really quick? I, I honestly don't know what has just happened in the past seven seconds. <laughs> because all I know is, just minutes ago, in case you missed it, I told Drew he had a little hot breath. Yeah, was, you ambushed me with the hot breath No, talk. I didn't ambush you. I am just I was right in front of you, and you had hot breath. And I'm sorry, if somebody has got a little hot breath, i got to tell them. And you got so offended, yeah. 
left the studio, did your mouthwash, come back in, and now, because I said you didn't have to run out and get mouthwash, you personally insulted me by calling me Biker Boy, mm-hmm. all because I like Sons of Anarchy, and that is what I have a problem with. He's just, just mad because he has barn breath. I was just swatting it back a little bit. <laughs> Don't make me start on you, Tanner. Because <laughs> no. I'll tell everyone how on your last... Uh, no contact weekend that you were gone from the house for three whole days over the weekend. So your toothbrush li- stayed at home. I, I got. A Why new was your one. toothbrush sitting on the counter? Not got, only that, but he was lying one. about his no human contact weekend. So he really did go out and do some stuff. Well, he was gone all weekend, so <gasps> I, he was staying somewhere. I, I had a retreat. Okay, but you didn't bring your toothbrush. I got a new one. I sure had a travel did. toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Sure you did. Yeah. I wouldn't just not brush. Okay, but do I, I have I, the doo doo breath? No, he's just trying to put his problems on me. So let me pause. So do you see what you're okay? Let me just show you how this is all how this all began. Somebody said to you that you had hot breath. You internally couldn't contain it, so you 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 lost it. Therefore, you started insulting other people. You you made fun of me for uh, saying I want to you know maybe be a, a biker one day, and then you made fun of Tanner's toothbrush. Why insult people just because you're the person with the hot breath? Well, because that's how we roll in here. Oh, okay. I don't see you getting on Tanner's case for making fun of your dad's sunglasses. Well, that's because when I make fun of Fitz's sunglasses, he doesn't mm. get all mad and starts throwing out Matter of fact, right. towards everyone else. The next day? You kidding me? What did I, the next day, what did I do? I put on a pair of Ray-Bans. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, so the next minute after you told me I had bad breath, I went and fixed that problem. Yeah, but you're all mad about it. Yeah, but you internalized it, and you took it to a different level. And you immediately start with the yo mama jokes anytime someone gets on your case about anything. (laughs) You yo mama Tanner to death as soon as he starts talking about your shades. Oh, but that's so easy. That is so easy to do with Tanner. does have a good point. That is so so easy to do with Tanner's mother. (laughs) (laughs) Tanner's poor mom. (laughs) So do you see what has happened just because you got hot breath, what what this has spiraled into? And that's not right. Is Bethany left the room, so now we're we're, Right, now we're going at it. Now we're going at it. All right, stand by, you guys. Uh, Prepare for a competition. The ringtone IQ is next. This is the Fit Show. What up? Feel alive, everybody. This is the Fit Show. Step up to the plate. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show. It's Wednesday, man. We're doing good. Come on, and thank you for being there with us. Uh, you know what would be cool right now? Wherever you are listening, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, even our replay listeners on the PAB. What is up? The podcast after the broadcast. We love you guys, our PABers. Um, just snap what you see right now and send yeah. it back to us. Just let like us know these. what you're looking at. These are our favorites. Snap what you see, send it back to me. Uh, post it on our Facebook. We're, we're on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits as we prepare for a competition. Ringtone IQ. Oh. <laughs> Ringtone IQ. There it is. That's right. Ringtone IQ. And Tanner the Millennial, all week long, uh, over the past several days, you've been gathering all sorts of ringtones, and it's everyone's job to try to recognize these ringtones is that right exactly okay um your name is your buzzer okay and there's two different categories for ringtone iq category number one is songs it's going to be worth two points you have to be able to identify the song title and the artist okay and it's worth how many points two points that's two points and the other category is themes this is tv shows or movies and that is going to be worth three points. okay i got you loud and clear very cool so i'm going to move to the first round <laughs> you do that uh, this is for this is a song, so this is going to be worth two points. See if you can recognize this. 
It's Smash Mouth. Dang it. Um, uh, what's the uh, name of it? Oh. It's, uh, uh, Tell me when I could come not, in for a steal if I can. Loser. Five, but Fitz. Four, uh, 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 Fitz. Fitz. All Star Smash Dang Mouth. It. Fitz gets Dang the two points. Hey now, you're an All Star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now. And this right. is from uh, Shrek, right? Yep. Yeah. Right now, Fitz is in the lead, two nothing. All right. We're gonna move to the next category. This is going to be a theme, so it's worth three points. True. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Thought I raised my the hand. The Andy first. Griffith Show. Drew gets the three <laughs> points. <laughs> right now, Drew's in the lead. Hey, you three know what? Two. You know what? Can't our nation just use a little more Andy Griffith? Yeah, some Leave It to Beaver, some Andy Griffith, some Donna, Donna Reed show. Can't we use... Yeah. But you know what I mean, Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. you know? He, he seemed like a guy who was just trying to be fair to everyone and everybody. Absolutely. Love you, Andy as, Griffith. As great as Andy Griffith is, we got to continue oh. with this game. Oh, we're playing a game right yeah, now, aren't that's we? that's right. Uh, this is going to be worth two points, what, so this is going it, to be a What's the song. score right now? Drew is in the lead, three to two. Okay. But I think Fitz might get this one. Let's see. Drake in my feelings challenge. No. Dang. Nobody has a guess. I no, I recognize it? it. Fitz, these are your boys, man. This is Florida Georgia line. Oh. Holy. Oh. Holy. Holy. Drew still has the win, but it comes down to this. I'm sorry, Florida Georgia line. I love you guys, by the way. All right. Here, this is it? This is for the win. This is a theme, so it's worth three points. Drew is currently in the lead, three to two, okay. but whoever wins this wins the game. Drew. Sounds like the X-Files to me. Drew gets the points and the win. All right, nice job, Drew. Drew's won three three ten IQs in a row, man. You know why? I'm terrible with songs and names, but I know all the the movie show and showtime. Right. All right, uh, let us know how you did. And what was the, the overall score one more time? Drew. Was in the lead with six. Fitz had two points. And we play Ringtone IQ on uh, Mondays, Mondays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yep. All right. Write it down. Mondays and Wednesdays. We shall check your Ringtone IQ. Fitz happens live. F I T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my hand, baby. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. Fitz happens live right now. I can tell you that. And there is uh, Drew, and there's Tanner the Millennial. My wife had to step out. Bethany, the mouth from the south, she had to go, and we had a little. We had a kiddo event. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the one of the parents had to be at. You know what I mean? That's always I important. Yeah. I think you orientation know. type things. Yeah, it was orientation mm-hmm. type thing. Um, you know, I, I, I debated whether or not to share this with you guys, but I had a crazy dream last night. I was just going to throw it out there. It was a dream. About my grandpas. Both of my grandpas were in it. Really? My daddy Bob and my grandpa James. And we were sitting in my childhood home in the backyard around the basketball goal. And that's where I guess they were around me the most. And, you know, they're, you know, the normal, you know, I'm proud of you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but I've been, God, I was such a crazy kid. And maybe now I'm finally, maybe I grew up a little bit. And then they were like arguing uh, which one I, you know, uh, who, who I look like the most. They were having like this little funny, now he looks like me, now he's got, look at that nose. But anyway, it was just, 
I don't know why I had the dream. Yeah. And, um, you know, my grandparents died when I was a little kid. I guess maybe I just miss them a how, lot. I still. When, when did they die? Yeah. How old were you? When did you lose them all? I lost my daddy Bob when I was in the second grade, mm-hmm. and I lost my grandpa James when I was in the third grade. Oh wow! So very early. Yeah, very. So very early. Yeah, I yet bet those couple of years were really tough on you. Oh yeah, it was. It was really hard. And I, I you know, whenever you're that young and you kind of you're faced with, uh, you know, or, or you learn about what death is. Yeah. It, it, so I think it. And I remember shortly after their deaths, um, I was like, I was scared to go to school for a period of time, and I was also, if my mom didn't pick me up after school, like right when school was out, if I walked outside, I didn't see her, I would like go into the panic. It's that's, crazy. So I think it had a lot to do with my grandparents dying early. Yeah, really interesting. I never, I didn't know that, but when I think about it, I guess I had kind of a luxury because nobody close to me passed until yeah. I was a late teenager. Wow. Wow. I mean, I had my whole life with not a single family member. I, I've actually, because I have dreams about my grandpa sometimes. I have one grandpa I was very close to. He died when I was in the sixth grade. And I read that when you dream about your grandparents, it's supposed to significant. It was supposed to show Signify that, something? Signify that. You're about to endure a major transition in your life. Oh, great! <laughs> so I don't know what that I don't know is. If I, for ne- you. I don't need any more of that. But well, your kids are growing up. Yeah, that could be it. You're yeah. going heading off to school again. Maybe it's because it's National Grandparents Month. Did you know that? No. I didn't. There's 56 million grandparents in the United States, but I feel like, and I'm not knocking any grandparents right now, but I'll tell you what, my grandparents spent a, what? <laughs> no, quit pointing at me. <laughs> Yes, by the way, in case you're just tuning in, they're they're making fun of me because we did find out my 20-year-old son, Corbin, is going to be a daddy. So there's 56 million and uh, and one grandparents in the world. (laughs) So anyway, aren't you cute? (laughs) Little Papa Fitz. Big man. Big man. Yeah. But anyway, so that's going on. You know what? Hey, guess what? That's real life. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to embrace this sweet little, sweet little baby. Huh? Tanner, I'm not going to run away from it. Yeah, well, no, grandparents I, normally don't. Grandparents are normally there for the I don't whole know. Thing. My grandparents, when I was a kid, I always felt like they were with me. Now I feel like grandparents don't spend as much time with grandkids as they used to. <laughs> yeah, because they have their own Instagrams now. <laughs> <laughs> They're on uh, adultmeat.com. You're saying, are you saying grandparents right now don't want to spend time with kids? Is that what you're saying? Possibly. It's too much to do it's now. Because grandparents are so youthful now compared yeah, to when yeah. they were. I feel 70's that. the new 40. I feel that, mom and dad. Come on. Get a bunch of babies. You can come and help out a little bit. <laughs> Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, Drew standing by with the Wednesday reality check. A fire has gutted most of Brazil's National Museum in Rio de Janeiro. That was tragic. Uh, we're talking about the oldest and most developed museum in all of Brazil. This had over 20 million items, they're saying, were in the museum. Wow. All lost, total loss. That's the fire a broke National out. Museum. The National Museum. Would you say, so like the, uh, would you compare it to like our Smithsonian here? Yes, it was that absolutely. big of a, 
It's wow, a 200 year old museum, I think. Dang. Uh, so the fire broke out Sunday night just after closing, and they said that because of recent budget cutbacks, they didn't have the security staff and they didn't have some of the fire suppression that they should have. So was it arson? No, they don't know yet, but they're saying the Sounds losses. Sounds like there was no plan. Yeah, there might have been bad wiring, but they're saying the losses are incalculable because these things don't have a wow. dollar sign and they're irreplaceable. Just absolutely. So much history. One of the things they lost was the oldest set of human remains ever found in the Americas. Are um, you kidding? No, it was totally lost, totally gone. So That's... just, I mean, this is a tragedy for mankind. Yeah. We've lost some extremely important no pieces of our history as a being, as mm -hmm. a species. Hopefully so. they backed up the research somewhere. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would definitely hope so. But it, those hard items are basically gone forever. Uh, something else that was gone for a little while was Facebook and Instagram. They went down yesterday. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, uh, primarily affecting users in Europe, but also affecting some East Coast American users. Uh, the, the app service completely went down for for a while. I was not able to. Users. I was not able to post pictures of my of my chicken pot pie. Right. And, I am offended. And I was absolutely distraught. Imagine how cut off from the world people suddenly yeah. felt. Like our main resource for reaching yeah. out or feeling what's going on in the world just suddenly doesn't work. What did you see? Panic. People freaking out about it. I mean, you're right. People went to panic that they were not. People able went, to share their chicken pot pies. Mm -hmm. People went over to Twitter to complain about Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> so no word what brought it down. People, of course, all the theories are flying around about Russian hackers or something else. Uh, it might have just been a maintenance issue or a bug. We don't know, but it got back up and it's running normally again now. I'm just glad I'm not in charge of all that business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What a what sucks a, for whoever is. What a stressful. Well, it sucks just, until they cash their paychecks. Oh yeah, that's everyone true. over there is making bank. Oh wait, it's the fifteenth. All is good. Okay. What else has happened to Drew? Many schools around the Detroit area started the school year this week with uh, no drinking water. After testing the water in the system, remember this is this is a little while after that Flint issue with the water just north of there. Uh, they found dangerous levels of certain chemicals in the the groundwater and in the in the actual plumbing and piping. So they shut off all the water fountains, all the drinking water, and they brought in bottled water to the school. Oh, no. water yeah, the, I mean the kids can't go to school if they don't have drinking right? water. Yeah. Uh, and actually, according to some of the principals, the kids are drinking a lot more water than they expected. And they're saying maybe it's just because we brought bottles and it's cooler and whatever. But Good. Yeah, they're drinking a ton of water and they're just having it shipped in by the pallet load. And bringing in water coolers and all that to keep the kids safe and until right. they can figure out how to fix it. But it's going to be very, very expensive to replumb all these schools. And you know, if that even solves it, it might have to go up yeah, further. I mean, into yeah, the you got to redo the entire infrastructure. Yeah. You yeah. got to start over. And, and, and if that's what needs to happen, so people can have clean water, you know, they deserve that. Mm -hmm. What else is going on, Drew? You got time for one more here if you want. Well, this one's a little bit uh, interesting. Paul Manafort, the disgraced Paul Manafort, uh, he's basically heading off to the big house. Well, his daughter. Uh, is an artist and a filmmaker, and she is interested in changing her name. She's petitioned to change her name so as not to be affiliated with her dad because it's hurting her career as a, an artist and a filmmaker. Right, real quick, Tanner the Millennial, what should she change her, her name to? Make it right now. Uh, but, Come um, on. Come on. Fitz. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? She can. Her make last up a name. name. Can be Fitz. No, make up a name. Any name in the world. Schleifen Schleifen. There you go. That's <laughs> she went with Bond. <laughs> so there you go, folks. That's the Wednesday reality check. Fitz happens live. Straight out of country. All right. You may have noticed that Carrie Underwood's Cry Pretty Tour 360, uh, it's all female acts, which is cool. Her openers are Maddie and Tay and Runaway June. And yes... She said she did it to make a statement. 
quote, I feel like the more we do of that and the more normal it is, why would I not want to take women out on the road with me? Why would anybody feel like, oh, well, I'm a girl, so I better have a guy. Yeah, she's just she's just fighting, mm-hmm. fighting for the ladies, and 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 we do know that ladies aren't played enough on the yeah, radio. Of course, that's I mean that's obvious. Go Tanner, what you're, you're, you you have an expression feel, on your face? I, I just feel weird about this. Like if you like making a statement to have all women only, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose a little bit? Like you're saying it's reverse discrimination, or you're saying that it's sort of forcing it? How how do you mean? Are are you saying that? Uh, that it, like, are, are you saying if men? did that then there would be a negative effect like the all man, oh, man tour yeah and that does happen a lot especially in country music but what i'm saying is i don't know if separating men and women saying this is an all women's tour if that really helps the cause do you get what i'm saying i just i don't know why you're uh you're, you're trying to hate on the females right now and i don't know why you're trying to be so disrespectful to ladies just trying to get more country radio airplay i think they're just trying to start a movement i think you should give them a little more credit well, I didn't think about it that way. I didn't mean to offend anybody, and I love Carrie Underwood, Runaway June, Maddie and Tay. No I love no Maddie and Tay so much. No more in touch with their female side than Tanner the Millennial. Right. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. All right. So anyway. Uh, all right. This is going to be, uh, gosh, if you haven't heard about it by now, John Rich posted a series of tweets, and he was blasting Nike for naming Colin Kaepernick as the face of their Just Do It campaign. And listen, everybody, we don't have enough time in the day to to get into that yeah. political mess. Mm-hmm. I describe this show as high school with a paycheck. You know what I mean? And it's high not, school students aren't exactly arguing about this. Oh, I bet they are. Uh, no, yeah. no. What I mean is, I, I you know, come on, our show's ridiculous, and I, I'd rather not. Want to you know fill this segment with with all that right? I mean nobody right. we just don't have the time for it right now and it I mean, always it's, just, it, it's always going to lead to an argument. I think it, it, people are so right. fired up about these kind of issues that right. there really is no calm and peaceful discussion. It's always going to turn into mudslinging and anger and I mean look what's happening again at our dinner feelings at our dinner tables right now too. Yeah, you know if you can't even have this discussion with your own family. So we all just need to listen more. Just just listen. No Instead of responding so quickly. Yeah, and, and take on board whatever someone says to you that has a different opinion or a different view. Take it on. Think about it. Think how it mixes with your views and then put that all together and then respond. Hang on. Would you would, would you repeat that for me? You know what? If you don't mind, can you repeat that same message? But I want to I want to put like, you know, some Kenny G behind you for more emphasis. Mm-hmm. Can you do that for me? Okay. Hang on, Drew. Don't. I think we all need to get back to listening when we're having a debate or a discussion, especially with someone who has a different set of views or opinions than us. We need to take on board what they tell us. We need to take it in, listen to it, think about it, put it up against our own ideas in our head. So what he's saying is, yeah, so just listen uh, before you you know reply. And right? then reply. Yeah. Consider. Was it, was it better with Kenny G? And there you go. We just took you straight out of country. (laughs) It happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. 
I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's freedom was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And, you know, men all over America struggle to find acceptance from their in-laws. We've all heard about troubles with the mother-in-law, and then there are nearly as many stories about guys butting heads with their father-in-law, too. And maybe all those guys are just doing it wrong. Maybe all they need to do is just become a soldier. Because today we are saluting Philip Oleg Mueller of the Michigan Army National Guard. And this salute was sent to me from uh, Philip's in-laws. How about that? Wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> He's doing it right, man. <laughs> He's doing something right. They are so very proud of their son-in-law. Philip was runner-up for Soldier of the Year last year, and they tell me that he is a shining example of patriotism for this nation. Philip is actually on maneuvers in the wilderness of Grayling, Michigan right now, and he's going to be deployed to Parts Unknown in December of this year. And Drew, when, when we say Parts Unknown, what does that mean? They may not have disclosed where his unit's going. Right. Uh, they may not be able to tell friends and family. One thing that I do know is he is a brand new father, and Philip's mother and father-in-law tell me that they are so proud of him and that they do their part to honor Philip and all the servicemen and women of this nation by standing proud during the national anthem at any event. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. Dirks Bentley now with our national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight over the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs burst Sting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangled banner yet wave oh, the land of the free. Someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, go to followfits.com and just click on troop salute. The Fit Show. And now, here's and now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Good to be here. I'm your What Are You Kidding Me anchor man, of course, with the news that did not make the news. Welcome back to the studio. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here. She returns. She was doing some uh, some mama duty. Yeah. Back in action. H- had to had to live action. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, as we begin the what are you kidding me stories, I'm going to take you out of Virginia. Stupid's what got you there. 
Some folks in Virginia, they've uh, they broke into a shoe store twice this summer, and they took a bunch of shoes. Um, the problem is, almost all of them were uh, display shoes that were right-footed. <laughs> so they, they stole 13 right-footed shoes. So if you see someone with mix-matched shoes, you know the perpetrator. <laughs> or you mean if you see someone who's having a little issue just kind of walking down the street. Yep. Where sure he he wears one of his shoes, his own right. shoes, yeah. for the left foot. Why not? One I, of the new ones. Tanner, right. we all know what you meant. Bless yeah, my, I just had some word vomit there for a minute. <laughs> well, bless your little heart. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the internet. Is really, really slow today. I'm going to give you that location in moments. I could promise you that. There we go. We, we got it now. Thank you. Out of Minnesota. Oh, Boop. A burglar in Minnesota was busted when he drove into a huge pile of manure and <laughs> his truck got stuck. What? And when he tried to run away, he sank into the manure and his shoes uh, basically came off in the pile. He was arrested for burglary. Ew. He got stuck in his own you-know-what. <laughs> He's in deep. Yep. Would you call that karma? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. definitely yeah. karma? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping this is like uh, where the farmer piled up all the stuff, you know, to use it later. I'm hoping this isn't an actual, like a fresh one. What? That would have to be huge to hang, to high center the truck and have the guy lose his shoes in it. So anyway, yeah, I, I guess I feel you. There you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Come on! Fitz Show. Fitz Rock. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show. I want to introduce my friends and family right over there. There's Drew, and uh, right over there is Tanner the Millennial. Just turned 22 years old. Yep. Right over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. And um, really the past few weeks I've been... I don't know, maybe slowly but surely investigating, like, gaming. And whether or not it's something I really want to, you know, put my time into. Because I do know that I have a very, very addictive personality. And part of me is wondering, okay, if I get into gaming and stuff, whether it's PlayStation or whether whether it's Xbox or whatever, am I going to become addicted to it? Because right now I could already tell you I'm probably pretty much addicted to my iPhone and gadgets. Well, what I think is going to drive you even more than your addictive personality is your competitive nature. Yeah. You are going to go nuts with the competitive side of it. Well, there's different types of video games. If he was playing online video games, I could see that. But if Mm -hmm. if Fitz was playing video games with a big storyline, video games are almost like movies now. Like they're better oh, than movies. You mean like like kind of like choose your own adventure type yeah, stuff? Kind of exactly. like choose your own adventure. You can really? do whatever you want to do in the game. You can complete certain missions when you want. You can do kind of just whatever you want to do. I don't think you should do online gaming like competing against people. Cause yeah, unless you want to have a ten year old from another part of the world scream foul names at you. Oh my god! I walk by my kids' rooms and, and and they have their little headset on, right? They're talking to the microphone, and you would not believe. And yeah, I'm talking about my kids too. You would not believe the stuff they're saying to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, children from all across the world talking smack. They're saying every name in the book. I mean, did you hear about the story the other day? A woman in Australia whose 14-year-old son was so addicted to Fortnite 
that and, and by the way, this kid doesn't go to school anymore because he's so addicted to video games. And his mom tried to take it away, take him off of it. He ended up like assaulting her, headbutting her. Wow. So, so what I'm saying is, obviously, there is an addiction side of gaming that's making people yeah, do definitely. crazy stuff. And the thing is, is a lot of people who are around my age grew up with video games. It's what we did when we got off school every single day. So instead well, of watching TV, hanging out with friends, we'd rather talk with our friends well, on Xbox. But I'll say this. That... that she has to accept some responsibility for that. The kid wasn't addicted the minute he picked the game up. She probably let him play thousands of hours before then trying to pull it. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, also, but obviously he went nuts. Also, yeah. I, I was reading um, a psychologist's view of video games and how it affects, and the, the way the parents need to realize it is from, from this psychologist said that they need to see that they're constantly living in this game of survival and you gotta, you know, you gotta like dodge this and yeah. make it to the end and you gotta you survive to and all this. Instincts. So whenever they get off of that, they're still sort of in that mode. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Conflict and survival so, mode. And so you're kind of saying... Stockpiling ammunition? Yeah, I mean, it's just like... It, it basically, um, they're still in that hyper, you know, sensitive, anxiety-ridden but, mode. But what it sounds like is they're not, they're, they are not living in a reality. They are literally right. living in a virtual gaming because reality. Because for a lot of them, all, like I said earlier, all of their friends are on this video game. It's how they socially interact with each other. That's where it's it, just part it of their life. a part of their life. And isn't that scary? A little bit, but don't let it... Make Just you great, afraid yeah. to start playing because there's other types of games that I think you would really, really enjoy. Yeah, Fitz, don't let that you know, uh, you know, convince you or you know, change anything about, about it. Yeah, I'm not no even worried about this because you there's think I love no it, huh? way. No, you will. There is no way you will sit down. First off, you won't even learn what all the buttons are on the remote. <laughs> Done. Ouch, Done. That's a good point. Done. You will never know what six different buttons do. Yeah. You're saying I just don't want to take the time to do it. And then all the combinations right. that you got to do to do a kick or a shoot or a win. Wait, I don't, want, no I don't want the code stuff. I just want to, I want like. Don't even do it. All right. Well, you so, need like a controller with two buttons. <laughs> so anyway, back to the gaming discussion. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Fit happens. Live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have a moment today, maybe you could tell like a friend or. A coworker or a loved one about our show, and just say, "Hey, if you if you if you just want some some fun in your ears, <laughs> I mean, maybe don't ears. ask them like that. <laughs> I think everybody wants fun in their ears. I do, and that's all I want to provide for people. So, uh, yeah, please uh, tell them all about the show, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday's a good week to kick off the Craigslist Prices Right, where we <laughs> you said Wednesday's a good week. <laughs> Wednesday's a good day." Wednesday's a really good day to kick off the uh, Craigslist prices, right? We have scoured Craigslist, and it's going to be our job to try to guess the actual Craigslist price of these bizarre Craigslist items. Is that right, or closest to it? That is correct. Closest to it gets the points. Okay. The first item up for bid on Craigslist prices, right, is, and I'm going to read their description, then we're going to talk about what it really is, but it says it's a retired road work sign that says road work ahead one of those orange signs oh, wow. it's 47 it's, retired? it's a construction that's what they sign. said 47 inches by 47 inches they said it is very heavy and it does come with the stand now uh, retired might be code word for stolen property but yeah. at that's any rate yeah at any rate if you want to own this piece of stolen no reason to get to all property, the details drew <laughs> Fitz, how much would you bid on this item road work ahead are there any bullet holes in the sign drew uh, it's distressed around the edges, but I see no bullet oh. holes. 
Fifty dollars, Drew. Okay. And Bethany, how much would you bet on this item? Mm, I'm gonna go with sixty. And Tanner, I'm gonna go with twenty, Drew. Actual Craigslist price. Five dollars, Tanner gets yeah! the points. Oh, That's what tells That's me it's probably steal. stolen. They're trying to get rid of it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now, this next item, uh, I want you to think big because this is not just an item. This is, as described, a business opportunity. It is a keychain opportunity. Six hundred ninety very nice keychains. You can see a selection of them here. They go into great length. They say you can sell them at craft fairs and bazaars. Oh, it's like six hundred and ninety leather leather keychains. Yeah, uh, they're they're wonderfully handcrafted, displaying excellent craftsmanship. Fits. How much would you bet on this wonderful you know, keychain business opportunity? Universe is telling me for some reason you're 50. You know, I'm right around your age. Universe is telling <laughs> hey. me to stick with that number 50. I'll that's tell you, what you're I'm going to get the points. That's here. what I'm going with, Jersey. All right, 50 dollars, Bethany. How much would you bet on this business opportunity? How many? How many keychains? 690 keychains. Uh, I'd say 150 dollars. And Tanner, sell them at baseball I'm games. At, uh, 300. True. Actual Craigslist Ball. price. Seven hundred dollars! Oh, oh he gets the points again. Oh, yes. He's using a, ga- a prices right strategy on you yeah. guys. All right, he's in the lead two to I nothing. I think uh, I think he's just been scouring Craigslist. That's what <laughs> he's looking for a new job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this one just in time. Selling keychains. Yeah, yeah, he wants to sell keychains. You better get off that back page section. <laughs> <laughs> just in time. That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Oh my, okay. You would know. <laughs> Just in time for the uh, kickoff of the NFL season, we have uh, an adult extra small Patriots sweater. Now, I'm telling you, this is a, it looks like sort of a, a really busy sweater that happens to say Patriots it looks on it. Like it's extra a, small, so it's perfect size for any Patriots fan. It looks like a, a Patriots Christmas sweater is yes. what it looks like. Basically, yeah, a Christmas sweater that happens okay. to say Patriots on it. It is NFL official licensed merchandise and used. Fitz, what would you bid on this? $10, Jersey. All right, and Bethany? $30. Tanner, $25. Actual Craigslist asking price is just $15. Fitz gets the point, but you know what? Tanner still gets the win. Oh, I've been doing terrible. All right, until the next edition of the Craigslist Price is Right, let us know how you did. This is the Fitz Show, live. Wednesday, I can't sleep. Wednesday, too. The die is Wednesday. Wednesday, break my heart. So you know what day it is, right? It's a Tuesday? (laughs) What have we learned today, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) For Wednesday is September 5th, 2018, and let us know what you picked up from today's show. I learned that uh, a couple of news anchors, female news anchors in West Virginia, they went at it, just a cat fight, because one of them was flirting with the other's husband, Mm -hmm. and there was some drama in the newsroom, I guess you could say, that then went into a bar afterwards. Well, that's where all the best fights happen. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Yeah. A lot of crazy I've never seen a bar fight. Are you crazy? Well, I've only been 21 well, for a year. Yeah, well, that's well, good. I but. haven't been around that yet. These days, you can just show up to a political rally and you can see some go down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Confirmation hearing. Just walk, walk down the street. All right, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that it's National Grandparents Month and that there are 56 million and one grandparents in America. That's right. Yep. How about that? Shout out to grandparents. Nice. Shout out to all you grandparents out there. We Grannies love you. And we love you. And Mimas and Hee-Haws. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that I'm going to be taking Fitz underneath my wing to teach him the way of video games. You'll I, be frustrated in three minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
She what? is not backing this video yeah. game play. I, I I'm telling just know you, man. It's not gonna happen. It just will got never. The experience. I'm being led to it. So, something is telling me that I should get in the the world of gaming. Mm-hmm. Just like something was telling you, you should be a biker. <laughs> you know what? You're gonna remember that comment. Dad's of anarchy. When, when I come home with a a brand new Harley. <laughs> And an you Xbox, riding yeah. a hog. Yeah, riding a hog with an Xbox under his arm. <laughs> Toward the sunset, baby. Yeah. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. What have we learned today? I learned that whenever I leave the room, apparently you guys just oh have yeah, a we, we, we went a little crazy going on. Each, you know, yeah. you yeah. just go off on each other. That's all right. Drew's breath was a little hot. Drew's hot. Drew had really hot breath today, and everybody got mad. And, that, and, that, and that's and that's all we're <laughs> going to get into. Everybody got mad. Yeah. Breath was ferocious. <laughs> <laughs> now you're now you're blowing it out of proportion. I'll tell you what. That pumpkin spice wasn't nice. I'll tell you that. <laughs> got barn breath, son. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to have onions right, for breakfast yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, you guys. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.